It's Thursday, September 27th, and this is episode 7 of Sentinel World. I know that it is episode 7, and I know that it is Thursday, because of course it'd be absolutely absurd to start a podcast without knowing the name of your podcast, the number of your podcast, and the day you are on. And of course it's absolutely impossible that I should attempt to do such, or that I would go back and record over the previous attempt, having realized that I don't remember any of those facts. But... Who am I to be limited by facts? It's Thursday. It's Thursday, and today's episode is A New Cable. The reason it is an episode called A New Cable is because I have indulged tonight by unplugging the laptop, cutting the end off my cable, and adding a new one. It's sort of like circumcising it, except, you know, there's more sensitivity instead of less. No, really. Basically, the cable breaks, and my choices are buy a new one or crimp an old one. Well, recrimp the old one, and it's kind of a pain because there are a lot of fiddly little wires, and it's not so much the wires themselves that are fiddly, but the order. But in the end, I think I spent a total of about $50 on wires and crimping tool and ends, and that was probably about 10 years ago, and I am still using the leftovers from that box. So in terms of net cost per cable, Best Buy will never, ever be able to approach my prices. On the flip side, they do have a much better color scheme, and they've got those lovely little clippy things that go over the cable that keep it from catching, which of course isn't my problem because by not catching, I use the cable longer and the little clippy thing breaks off and cycle repeats. What they need are metallic clippy things. I think there should be more metallic clippy things. I think that there's a serious dearth of clippy things. And now for a non-computer-generated sound effect. Yes, that is the button labeled Make Noise with Gerald McBoing Boing by Dr. Zeus Press here, which I did. The back features a single word... word Sorry, momentarily lost the ability to speak English. A single word, boldly stated in the same color plastic as the actual plastic of the back. Open. It's a battery cover. It's been a busy couple of days. Those of you who have been paying attention will know that I inadvertently am part of the reason why a file went missing at work. A computer file. You see, we had this subcontractor working for us. Not a great subcontractor. In fact, I would argue a craptacular subcontractor. And after much frustrating, annoying, agonizing work in which the frustrating, agonizing contractor would not actually productively do anything, we got to a result. It wasn't a great result. It was enough of a result to say, thank God, thank you for your help. We're very grateful. Now go away. Of course, nothing's ever quite that simple, because even though they went away, they're still liable for support, which means that technically they can't go away, and technically we can't touch our new toy because it's still under warranty. Warranty's only 30 days, so we could take it on the highway then. We were patient. On the other hand, I don't like the fact that they've never been willing to give us a copy of the code, so I insisted and I took a copy of the code on my little USB key, and I put it in my wallet. And this was brilliant of me because, hey, if the laptop ever went wonky, we'd be covered. I'd have a copy. It's paranoia. I'm good at that. In fact, 
I justified it on exactly that basis. I want a copy so that I can put it on the server, so that way, if things go haywire, we've just got a backup. You know, good policy. Backups. You know, sort of like the things they do on websites to store people's diaries, or so they should, anyway. I don't know. Right. So, they uh, went and they did this thing. It was... It then ran. It ran for... One, two, three, four, about five months so far it's been running with reasonable, um, well, I was about to say quality, uh, with reasonable consistency, and things were good. And then we sold the next piece. I mean, it wasn't exactly a big effort to sell it. It was pretty much inevitable that they would do it since it is the other half of the system. And, ooh, look, we built a fancy car. Now we're going to build the fancy tires and an engine and you know, a steering wheel and all those little those little accessories that make a vehicle so popular. So we went to get the files so that we could add to our lovely little uh, system. And I went to my wallet, and I reached for my USB key, and then I said those magical words, Oh, holy shit. It was gone. My USB key is a little tiny flat thing. It's probably about the size of an SD card, which, if you haven't seen an SD card, is, of course, absolutely useless. But then again, if you haven't seen an SD card, what are you doing using a podcast? How did you get on to here? Who are you? And what is the matter with you? Also, it's about something the size of a quarter. Well, it's a little smaller than a quarter, but let's approximate it with a quarter. Let's approximate it with a North American quarter. Wait, do the Mexicans have quarters? I don't know if the Mexicans have quarters. What is a quarter peso? Nope, I don't feel like looking it up. Therefore, we will go with a Canadian quarter. Not an American quarter, a Canadian quarter. And I make this distinction because we're not going with any of that penny anti-cash. Now, that also is humor because, of course, for pretty much all of my lifetime up until now, I mean, technically, I believe I was three, the last time this occurred, the Canadian dollar has crossed a to be more expensive than the U.S. dollar, which, of course, is something causing all of us Canadians to giddily shop and causing the Americans to go, what the... But I digress. The USB key was gone. Unfortunately, this meant that the file was gone because, despite the fact that I had had this USB key for five months... I kept putting off putting the USB key in my laptop, you know, that being an exceptionally long, arduous journey from my pocket to a laptop at some point over five months. I didn't do it because, well, we've got the main developer laptop. They're going to deliver it. And they told us, well, you know, you can't touch that copy or else we'll, 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 we won't support it. And of course, when you spend this much money for a piece of software, you want them to support it. So, all right, I ain't going to touch it. So... There we are. Gosh, I don't even know what this podcast is rated, so I don't know what kind of language I can use. How about this? I will use a phrase I picked up many years ago. We went looking for this file that we'd kept a copy of, and it wasn't there. So then I went back and I said, Hey, listen, can you get the developer laptop back that they borrowed? Because we need a copy of this file. And they went and they got the laptop that the developer, the subcontractor, had forgotten to return, and 
This is the odd part. Instead of going, well, here you go. Here's the laptop. When you're done with it, return it to the uh, inventory control people. I guess they were trying to save me some work. You know, I'm a busy guy. So they took it to inventory themselves and returned it. And inventory went, ooh, great, it's back, and erased it. Now, for those of you keeping score at home, we have one copy on my USB key, which is somewhere in North America, that much I can guarantee you, or at least it was the last time I saw it. We have another copy, which is on a laptop, which has now just been erased. We are, at this point, indulging in an activity that has been gently described as autorectal digitation. In fact, no, no, you know what, I can't even expand on that. I just love that phrase. It's, it's such an elegant way of putting something that's just so freaking undignified. Okay, so we're pretty much... <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> We're basically faced with the possibility of going back and going to this subcontractor, who we hated, who we were basically just beating up on because of the, the overwhelming degrees of incompetence, and having to say, listen, you incompetent bastards, do you have a backup? Because we don't. Now, of course, you can't say that. That just didn't look good. So, of course, we spun it. We made it sound a little bit better. We told them that we were having troubles with our copies and we'd like a reference copy from them. And so in response to the first email that said, hey, listen, can we get another copy? They said, we gave you a copy, which was extraordinarily helpful, but we're desperate. So, you know, not having any other choice, we basically went and we... Nudged him again, and nothing happened, which basically, between those two responses, entirely captures every single experience we've ever had with them. Either nothing at all, or nothing useful, which brings us to a joke. Actually, no, you've probably heard that one. Never mind. Hey, is this frustrating? Probably is, but I'm not going to fix it. As a pure point of aside, I have not had any caffeine today. This is au naturel. Wait, did I have caffeine? No, I didn't have caffeine today. I did, however, have an Indonesian noodle thinger at lunch. I don't know what the thinger was. It was it was L18. It was moderately tasty, but it needed better hot sauce than they had. Right, so that effectively pretty much simulates the delay that we had to go through inadvertently. Well, I mean, inadvertently simulates and not inadvertently the delay. I mean, it's not like we chose it. It pretty much happened because they wouldn't answer us. And when they don't answer, we wait. Well, we don't completely wait because, of course, we're paranoid and trying to get past the problem just in case. I mean, if they're not answering, what if it's because they don't have it? Oh, dear God, are we going to have to go back to them and say, pretty please, can you build us another? Uh, oh, wait. Damn, that was the wrong line. Please, sir, may we have another? There we go. Um, I should warn you at this time, if you have not already figured it out, I can't do accents. I can't really do impressions. I mean, I can, just not well. And it tends to happen more when I'm listening to someone doing the accent than it does when I'm actually intending to do it. So it's a little bit of a tricky thing. I basically have to reach a state of sufficient disconsciousness, which is not unconsciousness and which is not lack of consciousness because I'm kind of going, just not thinking about what I'm doing. And then, and then, and then stuff happens. But anyway... 
They came back to us. They said, here you go. It was absolutely the most painless transaction we've ever had with them, let alone the fact that, oh, and they saved our bacon because we now don't have to go to A, the client, and B, my boss, and say, whoops, teehee, we lost it. Um, it would have been survival. It just would not have been dignified, and it would certainly not have been pleasant. And we're keen on pleasant. We like pleasant because pleasant beats the hell out of the alternatives, and the alternatives are unpleasant. Now, this is the sound of a Zippo lighter. Oh crap, I took the flint out. Well, that's not going to be a good sound. Ow. Nuts. What well, blows? Now, you can't even appreciate that. I opened that thing up with one hand. I'm still working on the lighting trick. It's pretty cool though. You basically kind of squeeze it and then you get whacked in the face. Ow. Um, okay, so you squeeze it, but don't hold it near your face. And then you kind of click it open. It's pretty cool. There was a C there. You didn't hear it. I didn't unsee it. It's my fault. I'm sorry. <gasps> Alright. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so punchy today. Ugh. You know, I had other things to talk to you about, but I can't remember a single one of them. That's the trick. That is the trick. But I have a list. I have a marvelous list. I wrote it down so that I could check it out when I needed to. It's like I was thinking ahead and thinking I might need to talk about things. Um, lunch, work. Oh, yes, one other absolutely hysterical conversation today. I did a management thing. Well, I haven't, I didn't technically do the management thing. I'm in the process of doing the management thing. I'm feeling very proud of myself after the fact for having thought of it. And I'm also very gleeful about the fact that my little employee walked right into it because, damn, that was funny. But, okay, that was entirely personal satisfaction. I'm sure it wasn't very funny to anybody else. I had a ball. Here's my problem. I have a employee reporting to me on this project who is smart. He's a good guy. He's smart. He's reliable. He's uh, capable of a great deal. He doesn't need a lot of direction. He doesn't need a lot of management. He understands the importance of, of, of you know, appearing to be very intent. He, he treats things very well. And the one thing about him that drives me, well, two things about him that drive me absolutely crazy is that, one, he seems to be perpetually in a state of Jedi mind trick. And two, he's a very believer in quick and dirty, which I suppose could be very good in certain contexts, but this isn't one of them. Yes, see... He just, see, the other word for quick and dirty programming is half-assed, and he's not a junior guy. He's supposed to be at a level where, technically, I shouldn't even be on the project. I should just be kind of off-site, working somewhere else entirely, and calling in every once in a while to say, hey, how's it going? Do I need to adjust the project plan? Unfortunately, he does quick and dirty, which is great for getting stuff prototyped really quickly and really bad for him saying, yeah, it's done, and it's not because it's done. It's just not something I can present to any, any customer. So, dude, you know, finish. 
So he'd finished another big batch of functionality, and I'm going through the web interface of this thing, trying to figure out what else needs to be done. And as I'm going through it, getting more and more frustrated over just stupid little things like, dude, you've got a column of values, of, of currency values, and you didn't make them look the same. So some of them have cents, some of them only have times, some of them have no change at all, and it's brutal to read. And then you put the subtotal way over here, and the other column is way over there, and it's just, do you not look at what you're doing? Do you not process it? Just kind of what's going through your head when you decide, I'll, I'll stop here. So in any case, as we were coming back for lunch, I said to him, look, here's what I need you to do. You know all that code you wanted me to take a look at? And he says, yeah, I said, I want you to go through and put together a list of the things you need to fix. And he kind of looked at me because he'd called me yesterday and said, hey, I've put it up. Take a look and tell me what you need me to fix. So I told him, well, I'm doing the exact same list and we're going to compare notes because really you should be able to get to the same answer as me. He then said, you know, well, you know, I'm going to be sitting there going through there and, you know, Basically, I'm, if I see something, I can go fix it. Well, that's good. And then he kept going, and he basically said something to the effect of, and, and you're probably going to start asking me why I didn't do that. And I told him, that's exactly what I'm going to ask you. Why didn't you do that? Because if you can see it, you should have done it. And this is what I'm going to teach him. This is my commitment to people. This is my contribution to personnel when I go to my end of year appraisal, I'm going to put in a great deal of effort this time on making him actually take responsibility for his crap. I am excited about this, not because it's developing an employee, but because it's a complete side effect of me delegating work. And I like delegating work because the more work I delegate, the less work I do. And you don't know how much I like not doing work. You think you do, but you don't. Wow, you know, that's a story I'm going to have to practice telling or maybe I should have written before I said it because I don't think it came out quite as funny as it could have, but it still feels good, you know. For one, it's kind of just a, a good feeling because I know that I'm going to be actually teaching this guy. I'm going to apply certain things. He's going to get a crash course in user interface design. Uh, but at another level entirely, it's like kind of they've, put me into this new role and I'm supposed to be managing people. I mean, I've always, well, not always, but for a, quite a while now I've been running teams and I have been trying to apply knowledge to them, but I don't often get a chance to do it quite so directly. I don't usually have the time because it's usually a much more messed up tactical situation than a strategic one like this one where I actually can say, you know, dude, take care of it. Um, there's actually potential for a lot of things here. We, we have the potential. I don't think we'll be able to pull it off, although I am trying. We have the potential to pull somebody in for free. Now, this offer was made by, of course, somebody who needs to get more people in and who doesn't answer to, you gave somebody away for free? Well, that comes out of your margin. So that makes the person who owns the account look a little bit worse because, well, why did you give them away for free? Because you told me to. But... If I can pull it off, I do want to pull in another employee. I mean, partly because it gives me a larger team and, you know, <laughs> two. Whoa, man. Um, but 
also because it means that theoretically there's someone else in place who can take over for me. And if there's someone in place who can take over for me, heck, why don't you start now? <laughs> oh, <coughs> excuse me, that last heck kind of went the wrong pipe. In any case, my objective, my goal, my mission is to teach this guy to stop doing a half-assed job because the next time that he asks for a promotion, if he continues this behavior, I'm going to say, are you kidding me? And when he says, no, I'm not, I'm going to show him what he did and say, yes, you are. Try again. <sighs> All right. You know, the sad part is I was absolutely intent on telling you about stuff that wasn't work. Do do drums. I was going to try to get a recording of my uh, rain stick, but I'm not sure I want to do that off the cuff, at least not without saying what it sounds like, because it'll either be sounding interesting or it'll sound like ass. Can I say ass? I mean, I did kind of say that this would be like a relatively family-friendly podcast. It's not risque at all. I don't say anything about boobs, which is actually kind of odd. I mean, that's kind of one of my trademark rants. Have I been neglecting that? I can't tell. I'll have to go back and check. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? This random talking thing is kind of difficult. Anybody want a 21-inch monitor? I realize that may be a bit of an odd request, and I also realize it's an impractical one because I'm not paying to ship a, whatever, 100-pound. Actually, I think it's only about 80 pounds. But think about it. It's 80 very bulky pounds, and it's and it's kind of, you know, well, kind of a lot of junk-in-the-trunk kind of pounds, and it's way over there on the end of my desk, which means even getting it off of the desk is going to hurt. It takes up so much room, I don't have any desk left, and while it has served me faithfully for nigh a decade, wait, good lord, longer than a decade, it has served me well for nigh well past a decade, and I feel a great deal of affection and nostalgia because there was a time when the height of my technology aspirations was a 21-inch monitor on my desk. Yeah, I was a geek. Shut up. Um, it just takes up a lot of room, and it'd be nice to get some desk space back, and if I got some more room and another LCD, I could like bring a Mac up here, and then I could kind of get things going a little bit smoother, and maybe I could do these podcasts on that, because I hear it's a little bit more uh, built for it, I guess. I mean, it's certainly got the capability of doing some more interesting things that there doesn't seem to be an easily equivalent in Windows yet. Um, but in any case, I guess I'm stuck for now. <sighs> this is also, by the way, the first podcast that I have done standing up. I'm not sure if it makes a difference. Theoretically, it should. They say in presentation techniques that you're going to do your absolute best if you're standing up and moving around. It has to do with the way your body kind of balances the tension on your diaphragm, the one in your gut, because, you know, boys don't have them otherwise, even if girls have them some of the time. And in general, you kind of just, your, your stance and your tension are such that you project 
Wow. There was no point to that. How tragic. You know, one of the other frustrating things about doing this podcast thing is that I don't actually know what what the point is. I don't have a point. I don't have a theme. I don't have a, a direction. It's something that I've survived moderately without in, in the Sentinel World written edition. But as an audio project, it's a little bit different because it seems like there should be more of a theme because it would structure more of what I'm talking about. And you can do bullet points so much easier on, on the... On a, on a, you can do the um, lists on the bullets with the um, keyboardy thinger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is episode 7. I should mention that only because I did not actually post an entry to go with episode 6. Therefore, episode 6 did not get the quite the publicity that episode 7 did. So if you were to, hypothetically, go and take a look at your iTunes, which you probably don't have or else you would already know about episode 6, or you would, to follow this link back, which link I will provide at some future point, and take a look, you would find an episode 6, which contains a great deal of, well, okay, more of this, nothing much to talk about, but, you know, there's more of it. And different of it and stuff. Last, I'm going to finish with a conversation about the entry that I just wrote, only because I've been noticing the reactions, the gleeful reactions, the happy, joyous, energetic reactions of people to the not really a proverb. And it's a little embarrassing, mostly because, well, it's not a proverb. It's not even a real proverb. It's not even close to a proverb. It's not anything like what my mom's actually said. I just couldn't remember any of the ones that she said, so I kind of substituted an approximation. Or maybe that's just kind of how I hear it. I mean, she's never strictly said something like, the dog only eats the coconut if the snake can't swim. She's probably said something like, the dog only eats the coconut if the snake... Um, um. And then she kind of taps my dad and says, you explain it. So... You know, yeah, it isn't a bad made-up proverb. It's just very sadly not a proverb. It just sounds a lot, apparently, like the proverbs your mom used to tell you, which is, I guess, the point. I also have in my possession a little case logic zippered case whose only purpose in life is, as documented anyway, to store memory cards. It is a memory card case. It's absurd. I have decided that this is done. I've decided this on the simple basis that I've run out of things to say, and it's gone on for a dreadfully long time. It's gone on far too long for me to listen to, and so I won't. This has been Episode 7 of Sentinel World for Thursday, September 25th. Wait, that's not the 25th. Today's the 27th. What day did I say at the beginning? It's Thursday, September 27th, and this is Sentinel World, and it's over, which is probably a good thing, because I seem to be having trouble with what day it is. Have a good night. Ah, oh, man, I need a sound effect. Okay, okay, um, there's a sound effect here. No, wait, I need something musical. See, I was thinking about getting this uh, CD of um, 
it's basically a CD of bamboo rain sticks, and it's called Falling Water. It's one of those ambient percussion-y kind of things. And there's an online copy that I can buy, except then I'm thinking that, do I really want an MP3 of percussion music, especially like high-frequency percussion music, because it gets muddy when it gets MP3'd. The, the psychoacoustic algorithms that they use to filter out the music and compress it really make the music suffer. So really, I think I need, need to get a an actual copy I just don't know where I'm going to get it from. And I'm also still desperately trying to make this stupid Zippo click, and it's making me very sad. So, yes, this podcast is in fact over before it gets to the half-hour mark, and I'm really, really mortally embarrassed. Have a good night. Ha! Well, that went well. Now, let me see. Okay, so, and we click here, and then, oh, come on, do you really think I didn't know it was still on?